I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé Happily Ever After. Here we go. Season 7. Episode 20. Tell All No Limits Part 3. That's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. What I'd heard early was that this was just a crappy tell-all. But I think there was some meat in this. Yeah. I was, um, I thought... It was a. I didn't notice last time that everybody was dressed the same. I did notice it this time that everybody was wearing the same clothes. Yeah, I'm sure that they do that exactly. so that when they edit it, they yes. can break it up however they want. It yeah, they, doesn't look like they changed in the middle of the day. They can cut up and manipulate right. it and change one thing to the next. Exactly. They need the freedom Make to it be look able like to it's do that. The same day or whatever. I noticed it when it was Andre's shirt. So he still got the same shirt on. It was easy. Then I started looking around. I actually wrote down. I said, everybody. He's wearing the same shirt. It would strike me that he would just bring one shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, but everybody. So what do they do? They got to wear it for three days. And these are some 10 hour days. Well, they probably launder it overnight and deliver it back to their hotel in the morning or have them dress when they get back. To the I studio. would hope that they would turn the stuff over to production. Production would, they'd have right. a team that would clean it and bring it back. Right. I would hope. Sure. Hmm. Sure. They arrive there in something else and they dress at the studio. Yeah. I think the big, what would you say, big event? I think I have two big things from this tell-all. Yours, I think what, you got a big um, one? Well, I mean, the Bilal Shida stuff was kind of interesting. Yeah, this Chris, I think by the time Inside Scoop rolls out, <laughs> I'm going to have more stuff on this guy. There's not been a lot of time. And really, who is this guy? Because we never heard of him before. So I noticed on his left arm, he had that brand with the number seven. So I kind of looked. tattoo? Yeah. Well, it was a brand with a tattoo around it, but it's still the number seven. My, My initial thought is that it's possible that he may be a part of this 5% nation group, which is a... A kind of an offshoot and and he, of, of Islam. Yes. So I guess we'll get more into that if that's the case. But that is my line of thinking. He seemed right in line with Bilal. Yeah, he sure did. There is no shock at all that this guy. He's going to agree with anything he says. Is two things. One, Bilal's friend. And two, somebody who Ed would say is a very smart man. Yes, exactly. This Chris, he's sure a smart man. This is a very smart man. It's like, oh. Yeah, they're cut from the same cloth. I mean, this you, this um, you, Tris and Chris argument is kind of silly because both of them are ridiculously wrong right. in everything that they say. So you have somebody arguing a wrong point and another person arguing a wrong point. It's pretty easy for both of them to be wrong. Yeah. It, I don't even know that it makes interesting other than it's shocking TV. I mean, she's her line all along and what she really got taken to task on was for tricking Bilal into pregnancy. And she seemed to try to find a way to justify that. Mm-hmm. And any justification well, for that? Suggesting it anyway. Yes, and it of course, it's horrible. And even Liz sees it as horrible. It's, Everybody sees this yeah, as horrible. Even um, Shida herself thought it was horrible. Yeah, this is a bad idea. You can't go around doing this. I think all of this is just crap. You know, I saw when, and we knew it was coming. This onesie that 
that Bilal's pulling out. It's completely orchestrated showmanship on his part to when all this is done. Manipulate your impression. Yep. The last thing you see is, is him doing this and bringing her to joyful tears and manipulating the whole situation. I don't buy his line and crap about that he changed his mind because he realized how important it was to my wife. He says, like he's that caring and compassionate. He's not. He, she made it abundantly clear from before they were married how important this was to her, how much she wanted this. He, so he, for him to just act like he just had this revelation right. is ridiculous, completely contrived. What I would have wanted him to say was that she's my wife and my partner, and this is what we want as a team. We've made a united decision. This is not at all. No. What he says. No. This whole, this whole scene with them and this thing with him at this herbalist. Yeah. Gosh, what the heck was that? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm wondering, one, why it wasn't. It would have maybe been a more interesting scene than any of the other Bilal and Shida scenes. The ex-wife was this this season, right? At the beginning, yes. correct? Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Other than that, they had nothing. And they had this. And the stuff that they were talking about, I mean, I get that we're prudish. and But it's him bragging, right? He goes to Andre and brags and says, you know, they're talking about his virility. Mm-hmm. And he says, I got more than you, my friend. You know, he's talking to Andre. But, yeah, about, they're comparing sperm counts. <sighs> This is what I mean, we need. This is a bit much. Nobody's like Jahoon, right, with the right. super sperm. We exactly. know that that's the case. Yeah, let's give him a call and let you compare <laughs> with him. It's just, it's just childish. It's immature. And even as they're asking about it, even that other, the, the herbalist who, who has no business even, I guess, talking about this stuff. But about, I'd be like, dude, you're a perv. Why are you talking to me about this? Yeah, you know way too much. This sounded like he, I think either he was an a, a, a herbalist or a porn producer. Yes, I'm not really sure what the difference is. So yes, I noticed I was really uncomfortable. Yeah, and he was, and he kind of said he was, but you know what you do? You don't have the conversation. Yeah, he sure seemed engaged in the conversation sure. for being uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. No problems controlling the narrative when it comes to Shida, but when it comes to this other dude, maybe it's just dudes that he'll listen to. Mm, that's entirely possible. Yeah. If he had, Chris has anything to say right. about it. Yeah, he started to just blur they out. Just, they just seemed like a couple of chauvinists to me. That's all they showed themselves to be. It's cut from the same cloth. I, yeah. We will find out. I went through like his Instagram friends and what you do. I mean, this is, we're going kind of deep on how you kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say cyber stalk somebody, but when somebody creates an account, generally what they would do would, they would begin to follow people that they know first. So when Bilal creates an account, you kind of go back and let's say, let's start at the beginning, say if it's Twitter and you go and you say, okay, who was followed first? And you go in that order. And generally you will find older friends first and people people that they trust or people that they've been friends with a long time. It's kind of where you start and then move backwards. 
So I didn't get anything there to begin with. So I'll move in other directions. But we will surely find out who this Chris is. He had that tattoo and brand on his arm. And, he, you know, if you have something like that and you show it off. Then you want people to see you it. You definitely want people to see it. So he had on a tight sleeve shirt. So I'm not surprised. And I noticed it. So that means other people did. And people, it could mean nothing. It could also mean that that was his, I don't know, could have been a number for him in high school. And they branded it on his arm. Could be something like that. Or it could be more. So, I don't know. So, the onesie, what do you think? Well, I mean, really, where do you put these two right now? Probably not having a kid. No. I mean, her. what about her changing her mind or at least saying that she was changing her mind? Well, th- it seems like it came out that her real reason was she felt uncomfortable with where they're at in their relationship. Yeah. The thought of, you know, I've talked to other people even in, and some correspondence back with other people that have been in this 90 day visa world. But my experience with that is both of them had their own money, right? So they kept separate finances, but they were both bringing money in Mm -hmm. with her not being at a point where she's bringing money in. She doesn't know. If Bilal's just putting money in her piggy bank and she's spending it, how does she know there isn't more coming? Right. I think if somebody like that, if you let them in on, look, this is what we have and this is what I make. And in a year, we're going to have 10 grand more. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, he can't expect her to have a sense of her budget if she doesn't know what the budget comes from. Hmm. If it were important, he would let her know. She has to assume if he gives her money, then it's for her to spend. What is she supposed to do? Start saving it? I mean, until they start like splitting bills and saying you're responsible for the power and I'm responsible for the water and stuff like that, then which is legitimate. Then it, she's then he's just giving her money to spend, we, right? We know people who live like we that. We do know people, who and live so like that. it's not a problem. That's what you choose to do. That's fine. I think keeping her in the dark is about a, finances is a controlling issue. It is, and this is a sore point for me because I have a friend from the Ukraine. Yeah, we talked about who this before. Was yeah treated that way and we know all the other controlling factors that went along with that and he controls he controls okay you have permission now to have a kid i control when you can have a kid right it was like with my friend you now after this many years have permission to get a driver's license yes (laughs) you now have permission to take the children somewhere Mm -hmm. you know it's like what's the deal yeah he is so image conscious. C- conscious. conscious. <laughs> First day with the new lips. Yeah. That, uh, you know, the onesie thing was planned. He had it tucked inside. Uh-huh. I felt just repulsed when he did. I said, here he is making a spectacle. Grandstanding. Yes, there he is. That's what it is. And that he timed it perfectly. Uh-huh. Not let's do this at the beginning and talk about no, it. Let but, the show end on this note yeah. and I'm so great. Yeah. You know, and it's a plan. It's more of the controlling, manipulative guy that he is, right? Yes. So I don't know that she had completely changed her mind. My initial thought when I heard it was her business is starting to take off. 
She's kind of enjoying the way that it goes. It's moving in the right direction. And she would see that a child could disrupt her professional plans. Uh-huh. This is what I thought. Mm-hmm. That's what she made it sound like. Yeah, I do. I, I think things are going well for me now. A kid would disrupt this. And this is maybe more yeah. of of what we think of her kind of as a person, right? Yeah. You think she really, she wants to want a kid. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, because she's running out of time. Yeah, but there's a difference between wanting to want a kid and, and being and being being emotionally a mom. ready. Can mm-hmm. come at any age, right? <laughs> so, I'm not sure that she's there yet. Bilal seems to be pretty cheap. The whole movie popcorn thing came up, and we kind of went, "Well, you know, I get it, but yeah. you know, movie popcorn is kind of expensive." It is. Even we would go, we would choose to go to a movie at a time when we had like a deal on movie popcorn. Right. We We got enough points from our AMC A-list membership that we got free popcorn. I had a hard time judging the guy on not wanting to buy movie popcorn and sneak (laughs) snacks into a theater. Yeah. I have a little bit of, I would wear loose pants. And bring a drink in with us as we would go. Well, I was so cheap when we had little kids that I only took our kids to the free summer movies. Mm. And then, where they rely 100% on you spending money on concessions, <laughs> and then I would pack a, a tote bag or the diaper bag and have popcorn divvied up in baggies in the bottom and sodas and roll it up in baby blankets and put diapers on top of it. And I would there's go in and pass it out when we got so there, there. There's an advantage to having a kid. So, yeah, you can get into the movies. Yeah. So that's Stole an option that he probably never even thought of. I'd try to cover up the smell of the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole place smells like popcorn. Uh-huh. So that's not – that isn't an issue. But I feel pretty certain that he also has pushed with her – that line talking in her ear about oh your business is doing so well and oh you think you know, he would do, you do really that want uh, to slow this for down. this to momentum to oh, come to a screeching halt by having a kid now you know he's been working just her. subtle things uh huh yep oh this is go- yeah I could see him doing that yeah completely absolutely. but so he could be for it so but- he can say he's for it yes. but he's really. Making her second guess herself. Right. So that it comes from her. Well, I'll give you this $10,000 loan for your place. Exactly. You know, you'll have to pay it back within a year. And and so that would mean that she'd have to do more. Right. Mm. So he, you know, he's a manipulator. Completely. So that is right in line with what I would expect. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. He said that he's holding the money because she needs lessons to be learned. But he can't teach. Every time he tries to teach something, he gets busted for mansplaining stuff to her. And well, you- but you can't teach if you're withholding information. Hmm. If you're wanting to really teach, and like I said, she's got to understand the big picture. She doesn't even know what he makes. Hmm. How can she budget what he gives her if she doesn't know how much more is coming and when and for what and how much? That's That seems ridiculous, right? It does. Okay. I mean, if you're a team, right. you at least know what we've got coming in. And she's not a child. She's a mature, grown woman 
who's had her own business in another country. Mm. I'm pretty sure she is capable of managing her money. I would root so much for her to begin bringing in more than more him. More than him. Yeah, Amen. And maybe that's part of why he doesn't want her to know. Maybe, like you were saying, maybe his whole lifestyle is really a facade. He's one of those people, like on the housewife shows we see so often, who live beyond their means, like Jen Shaw with it's like the a shell leases game. and the rental houses, and they don't actually own anything. Mm-hmm. And it's all for sure. Mortgaged and leveraged yep. and... It's just a shell game that he's playing. Yeah. It's entirely possible. I would assume in his business, there may not be a steady income. He may not draw a salary. If he's in the real estate world, I could see how that would work. He's tried to give her the impression he's wealthy. You remember at the beginning in the first season when um, he first brought her over and she talked about how he was different than he was in her country because when he was there, he had... You know, high dollar, sure, bags uh, and watches, sure, um, baggage and Mm -hmm. you know, suitcases and whatever he had packed his clothes and whatever. Then he tried to pass off that crappy house as being how he lived. I saw, I just was researching at while researching Chris, I kind of researched him and got some stuff from him from like I don't know, 2013, him giving lessons. And where he talked about on the Friday services that everybody need to dress their best, wear your best stuff here. Uh-huh. So if you would dress nice to dinner, you should dress nice here too. It just made me think about him and appearances and mm-hmm. what he looks like. You know, he cares a lot yes. about – it just tells me that you're low on substance if you're trying to impress people with mm-hmm. all the crap that you've got. Yeah. But it's still pretty common. I think people do that with cars and watches and yeah. bags. and So I know we're not the norm when it comes to that. Shoes. And- sure. And popcorn, right? <laughs> it's fancy stuff. So maybe we don't know what that's like. You know what we spend our money on? A crack. A weekend piece of salmon. Oh, yes, that would be it. That's pretty expensive. How much a pound was that? Uh, $10. $10 a pound. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, the other big news, and this is where I, the one scene that I stopped and rewound and said, let's watch this again. We were watching Jenny and Submit and their scene. And there was a period there, which I think was the interesting part. Is when they had who is it? Amit is the brother, uh, Shri is the sister-in-law, and then Dad. I think Anal Anal. I think is his name. It's not Anal. <laughs> anal is the dad's name. Anal. So, maybe. Ba- yes, Anal. Anal, anal is the name. It's not Anal. It's an I, not an A. It's a big difference. I think I would remember his name probably if it was Anal. So they were talking. You notice who was doing most of the talking during that whole thing? Yes. And she's front and center in the way they're seated, you notice. Mm-hmm. Like she's the centerpiece. So we got to the part where they were talking about um, whether or not they had the blessing of the mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And this was even before he said that he had, he gave his blessing. He didn't say to their marriage, he said to the two of them, Jenny and. 
submit, uh-huh. have my blessing. Didn't say the wedding is, but they started talking about the mom. And as dad is talking about the mom, he says, you know, that they don't have her blessing. And she reaches down, looks at him and puts her hand like on his leg to get his attention. Well, no, when she did. Like you're misspeaking. No, no. When she did that, it wasn't about the blessing. It was about why she hadn't appeared there. Oh. On the show. He. For this reunion. But and she he reached said, down. He said she doesn't approve. That's why right, yes. she's not here. And that's when they cut when she was reaching for him. Yeah, she reached for him and side-eyed him. And I thought, well, that's it. Because there's no doubt she was intervening in whatever statement he was making. Yeah. She had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. And, and let him know that there was a problem. It's more, even more telling. It's nothing that we didn't already know that – she and and Summit's mom are in cahoots. Yeah, they control everything. Yeah. So you see that they're fine with the women dominating. Right. Because clearly mom wears the pants in the family. And clearly the, it's not the even daughter-in-law that. does too. And it's because she agrees to toe the party line of whatever mom wants. Yeah, it's not even. I think wearing the pants is kind of a maybe an outdated phrase, but it's about literally controlling not only everybody's behavior, but it's like controlling your your thoughts and everything that happens. Mm -hmm. It's her way or Or no way. way. And because her way is no Jenny, she was fine with Jenny before Jenny was involved with him. But once that happened, I mean, they got along I guess very well. They were well. like best friends from what I understand. How bad is it? I said it while it was ha- while it was going on. Submit is possibly the weakest yes. character-wise Absolutely. Char- person that we have maybe ever seen on the show. Yes. I know no not- backbone whatsoever. Can't um, Say anything truthful that would disappoint anyone has to say what they want to hear, regardless. And waits till it comes out to say anything. Do you think Jenny knew about the kid's statement before this tell all? Yeah, I would say she sat back Mm -hmm. and kind of gave a deep breath out. Yeah, she was like, you know, it made me think. We've had this conversation way in advance and have already agreed on this and you know we heard him talking to his friends before he said himself he's never wanted children Mm -hmm. and the only reason that he is considering it is to get mom to accept the relationship but we don't know the truth right he could be saying that to his friends in order to no he's been saying that all along i get it from the beginning of them getting together he never wanted children that's why being with her was not an issue but that's just what he says could he be saying that to his friends to make them be more approving of jenny we don't really know what he thinks yeah. because it changes depending yeah, on who his audience is yeah. completely. So whatever the – who is telling the truth? It's like almost um, you know, being on the stand, a Law & Order episode. You tell two stories. Well, which one, which one is the lie? <laughs> you can't believe either of them. Which story are you telling today? He's just, he's just weak, mm-hmm. right? He is. 
We finally hear Jenny at least speak this time. Yeah. Oh, and when she uh, perked up and was giving Ed what for, man, yeah. I was like, he'll never be with a woman like her. Yeah, he and I think stand for that crap. I mean, I think she's in with Summit for the long haul. She is. I think she's frustrated. I still like them together, and you know, I like Jenny as a person. I think she has no ill will for anyone. She just wants to live her life with some happiness for her end days, you know? So how does Summit not come back from this day of filming? He's done filming with at the kitchen or at with, the, with his family, and the kid thing has come up twice now. Uh-huh. So how do you come back from that day? And Jenny says, how did filming go today? This is the time where you go, hey, guess what? I got stuck and uh-huh. trapped. And Even if he's not telling the truth, which who knows what the truth is. But why would you hide from this? This is what I said today uh-huh. on camera. Uh-huh. Is he just hoping that they don't use it? Yeah. What or is he- that he, he can just put off having to answer for it. That's a ridiculous thought. Of course. He's like a 14-year-old. Yeah, I was just going to say, he reminds me of a little boy. Right. He really is a little boy mentally and emotionally. It's like he's wet himself, right? Uh Or crapped his pants. trying not to tell anybody. Crapped his pants and didn't do anything to go fix it himself. Yeah, and I'm not going to tell anybody until I have to. Or wet the bed, right? Say Uh they wet the bed. And instead of taking the... Sheets and everything. Throw a blanket over it. And putting, yes, that's exactly what he does. Yeah. How about I stick a blanket over this? Maybe no one will notice. Yep. Somebody comes to make the bed and it's wet. Yep. That's happened to me. (laughs) I mean, how. Our children have done that. How ridiculous is that for an adult to be there? Yeah. Maybe no one will know. (laughs) When in fact he gets burnt by this. Over, over and over again. and over again. Well, he knows the day of reckoning will come. He just wants to put it off as long as possible. It's ridiculous. He's obsessed with keeping the peace with everyone. Now, I understand that. But his way of keeping the peace is all wrong. Yes, at any cost. Because his way of keeping the peace is only keeping the peace that minute. For this moment, right. Exactly. There's no long-term resolution. Right. Could he have maneuvered this in some way? Maybe not to make mom happy. Yeah, that may have been impossible. making her happy. So because he, unless you do it her way, you're not making her happy. And that ain't, that's not happening. No. Mm. Incredible. I'm sure that's how he ended up marrying the person they arranged for him to marry when Jenny didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Is because he was doing whatever he had to do to make mom happy. Sure. And the the thought that when they're talking and Shree says, well, we would have done nothing to interfere with a wedding. That is hooey. What do you think would have happened if mom was at the wedding? Let's say somehow she She, made it there. She would have brought the village and created a ruckus. Yeah, I think she would have feigned some kind of severe illness, heart issue, or whatever. Right in the middle of it and caused an issue, been hauled away, and Summit would have left with her. Uh I think that's that's probably what would have happened. Right. No doubt about it. I think we were glad to hear the the dad had the – he blessed them, but what does that really mean? Oh, he'll pay for that later. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. 
But Jenny still can't go to any events. Well, what do you think about them saying that I mom is talking to him again and that she's warmed back up to him and that their relationship is normal, dad said? It's just a matter of time until they try to reintroduce Jenny yeah. and then it all blows up again. So it's nothing. She can't go to an event. Do you think if they ask her to come that she would go or is she over it? Well, she said it's very uncomfortable for her because it's so obviously visibly uncomfortable for mom. So she'd rather not be there. We can understand that completely. Yes. That is really like Andre's way of thinking. Uh-huh. I'm, let's just separate. Let's get out of here and everything's a mess. Well, I mean, why keep putting yourself in somebody's face if they detest you? Well, this is America, <laughs> right? Well, that's not. They're in India. I say what I want. I do what I want. That's how this works. Usman was, had to shock people. You know, he told everybody, hey, look, oh, this is for me, I think this will be kind of a, I don't even know if it's controversial. Um, I just think this whole thing was a bit weird with everybody and Usman and this whole conversation. He kind of let them yeah. know. And you could see everybody in the room laughed at him. He talked about what a second wife would be like. Uh-huh. And you know that nobody in the room really grasps what that is. Uh-huh. We all have our way of thinking. Uh-huh. And I think, what did he said? I'm trying to look. Well, Maybe look at I'll... how long it took Kimberly to grasp the culture. And she might be the only one that, that kind of gets does. it. right. Because I don't think anybody else does. He said something about, um, um, you know, not all cultures are the American culture. Uh-huh. And this is just a shock to everybody. You might as well have told them the world was flat. Uh-huh. They all looked around and just, I don't know what you're talking about. How uh-huh. could you love one wife and then love another wife? Uh-huh. It's so it's, it's kind of narrow-minded in our way of thinking. I mean, we get it. We don't quite understand it. And, and I guess... I guess we never really will. But cultures are like that. People have multiple wives. Mm-hmm. So, and heck, I mean, look, TLC, sister wives. Right? <laughs> and that didn't go so well no, it in didn't. America. It doesn't, it doesn't work so well here, evidently. I think the funny thing was, and I think this was a telling thing, is the laughter the, and, and just the shocking laughter when he says you can't have sex with somebody without loving them. Oh, yeah. And it was a riot. The man just erupted. Well, everybody did. Like they thought it was ridiculous. Completely. And, of course, Jamal is too. Yeah. And I think for us, well, we, we Jamal, know why he Jam- <laughs> Jam- laugh at that. Sure. Jamal's, he's a player. His light's not so bright anymore. Yeah. My thought would be... This was probably filmed before a single His appearance on Single Life. I, I think so. I mean, I know we've seen it already, but my, my thought is that it's in reverse. When he's on this show, he really tries to portray himself as a righteous person. Mm-hmm. But on Single Life, he is just a complete 100% player. Yep. If I was Kimberly, I would feel ashamed that this was the character of my son. Yeah. Honestly. But there's even some truth to what Usman says, and maybe does that say something about him? Mm-hmm. The truth, the the issue was, is does he really believe this? I think so. There's not a lot of ladies who've come out and said, 
I've slept with Usman. Right. We don't see a lot of that. And look how long he resisted. Mm-hmm. She really had to work him hard. I mean, people can, I think this is what people don't understand. And I think you see it around the room. And I, I know we are a little prudish when it comes to things. But not everybody just runs around sleeping with everybody. Yeah. You know, I think that there can be and should be more to it than that. Mm-hmm. It's a part of maybe what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Everybody's around, I don't know. I don't even know what to say it without sounding all dirty. <laughs> but But there is some truth to that. And that the laughter in the room, I thought I, I was w- looking for kind somebody. Of, it was really disrespectful. I was looking for somebody to not laugh about uh-huh. that. And I didn't really notice where Kimberly was at on that. I, I probably didn't notice because of just. She had a straight face. They just popped like around. She was just sitting through it. To everybody who thought that that was a ridiculous statement. There are people, sadly, that are like that. She clearly disagreed. And I don't know, I'm probably going to, I think it's a little different when uh, when you would love somebody. I think it's just a whole different level of of whatever uh-huh. when that happens. So I guess if you haven't tried it that way, maybe you ought to. <laughs> maybe it ought to work a little better. I know we're prudish, right? <laughs> but but I was just, I was just kind of shocked at the reaction. That there wasn't any, there was nobody. It looked like even Sean was laughing about it. Mm-hmm. So, it just chilled. How? Yeah, I'm saying she's a bit up there. I mean, is it that? Maybe it is that ridiculous of a statement. Maybe we are that far out of touch that there would be nobody in the room that would agree with him. Absolutely nobody. Wait till their kids are a little older. Welcome to America in the whatever era we're in right yeah he usman said not all cultures are like america is what he says i'm like what you can see everybody going almost in unison if charlie was out there yeah uh uh i'm american i say what i want i do what i want (laughs) so Mm. what else with them i mean the whole story was kimberly broke it off yes she needed that narrative to be out there. Do you think it matters that she did? Well, I think she just wants to make it clear to everybody because they're all so insistent that he used her or, you know, was scamming her or whatever statements they've all made about their relationship. I think it's important for her to say, I'm in control. This isn't being done to me. This was all my choice. Mm-hmm. I think that's where she's coming from. That makes sense. I can see why she would want that to be, to be put out there. Right. She wants and, that to be the last thing said about her relationship. And in real time, like active now, the two of these, they're they are friendly. Right. The two of them are very, are friends. very friendly. That I Don't get me wrong. I don't understand the relationship. I can't quite grasp how Usman got involved with her. Yeah. He never, ever should have. Except that he really, really was attracted to how committed and loyal she was. As a fan. Yes. Like he got worn, she wore him down. Yes. And broke herself in. Yeah. And I, I think 
ingratiated. I guess that no more of those big words. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. The uh, he should he just had to put a stop to this. He never should have let this get physical. Never should have brought her out right. to the video shoot. All of that stuff, knowing what she was like. He, he he needed to stop this. He uh, let unless it. he was from the beginning considering the possibility that it could be a bigger relationship. Yeah, but it can't because I mean he's got to know being involved with an American woman how difficult this would be. Especially well, but really, one, if you compare her with his ex-wife, with baby girl Lisa, then there is no comparison. Oh, I agree. She was as compliant and and understanding and um, flexible and willing to sacrifice as anyone I've ever seen. Yes. I mean, she Coming was. Coming from America to another completely opposite culture. Because she had her own issues. Right. But all things considered, it's an odd position for an American woman to take. Right. But you see, once she found out that – I even watched this whole thing about the woman, the, the young lady – and the number exchange uh-huh. and watching it from the perspective of everybody knows that he's in the in the market for a second wife. Right. For someone to bear his children. So that that is the premise behind all of this. She knows he's going. And the way that went down wasn't really all that bad. No. For him to have her number isn't really a bad thing. Right. And and he even put Well, except that he gave it to he got it from her and gave her his after she said she would only accept Number Kimberly one. if she was the first one. They did not show that, right? They didn't show that clip. No, they did. Oh, did they? Yeah, they showed it. I got him saying that he didn't know what to do because he loves Kimberly. Yeah, um, she. Yeah, you're it right. was translated on the screen. Oh, that's it. In the clip that um, that he'd have to marry her first and then marry kimberly some other time i'm assuming that jamal is going to have to send back the ps5 i'm going to assume that <laughs> usman's ps5 is now going to go back I, he's probably keeping that though i would assume <laughs> right mm-hmm. we got um and and what a bonus for jamal he gets to now keep the ps5 and talk smack about usman right I can't quite tell I'm the whole game here. And if somebody was scamming somebody, I, I think you see these people, if they're scamming people, they're really bad at it. Yeah. Because I think Usman's probably pretty good at manipulating the situation. Uh-huh. But he didn't manipulate it in a way that was really advantageous for him. Uh-huh. You know, he put this at a point where I think Kimberly probably had no other way to break it off. If... Maybe if Usman's reason was just to be on the show to get more screen time. Well, I mean, it was the notoriety and recognizing uh, ability that he got from fans that was trumped up after his last appearance on the show. Right. That allowed him to be able to get his mom a house, get himself so, a house and all that. So, I mean... If that's the case... That this, was definitely an advantage for him. This would be a good scenario for him. Jamal's narrative would fit. You set this up so my mom would have to break up with you. Uh-huh, right. Then you're on the show. 
for two, really, what it was, was two more shows. Uh-huh. You're on there for 40, 40 some weeks of TV mm-hmm. that you're out there. Getting exposure. Getting exposure. And singing your music and whatever. If that's the case, then then he's right. And, and this has been productive for him. And it could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be because I said to you and you said to me that that last scene with them in the last episode before the tell-all was bizarre because mm-hmm. we still feel like we missed something. It went from hunky-dory to hating each other. And we're like, what just happened? So maybe Usman purposefully ticked her off, ticked her off in order to get her to walk off. Which is possible, right? She was about to leave the country anyway. I mean, it but, was the last day, right? She was packing up. But what's the benefit? Is the, you know what the benefit to him being a friend of her still is that she is here and talking about him, talking about him. Mm-hmm. So, and you've still got the ninety-day people that aren't completely anti-Usman. And he got away even in his culture with some yammy. He did get some yammy. Right, they were engaged, so right. I guess that was legal. <laughs> so I guess that's it. I guess Kimberly is understand. I mean, she comes out of this looking all right, I guess. I mean, she did technically break it off. Nobody believes her that she did that. Well, I mean, we saw it. Well, I get it. But everybody just thinks that she got played. Right. Mm. And she may have. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably never know. Yeah. We know that she is capable of being played because she's very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And she lost her mom and, you know, she's been going through a lot Yeah, during we, the same time period. We did get some Ed and Liz again this time. More on everybody seems to be united against Ed. Yeah. He's not liking that. He's not taking it very well at all. Well, he just thinks that it's it's the, over and over again. His go-to line is that I was drowning and Liz put her foot on my head uh-huh. instead of saving me. You see the way Libby saves Andre? You see the way that happens? She stands behind you. <laughs> there is at least some semblance of truth to Andre's position. Right. Andre's difficult, angry, bitter person. Uh-huh. But. Libby's family is toxic. Ridiculous. Yes. So it's not hard to at least pick a side there. Uh-huh. But for anybody to pick Ed's side. It's e- ridiculous. Even Bilal was backing off a bit. It's like, you know, you got to do this a little differently. This mm-hmm. isn't working so well. Jovi and Andre in that scene, we were hoping that that when they cut back to this, that it was Angela, Dallas, and Ed with a wine glass. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was I, Angela being the voice of reason, <laughs> which is re, it is utterly preposterous mm-hmm. for her to be there. You given Ed advice. This is like in the in the realm. Well, she said that she'd been talking with Liz, Liz. and so she was kind of being Liz's what is Liz mouthpiece. Doing? What is Liz doing? She <laughs> runs from Ed to Angela. <laughs> I, I told you she is a, a drawn <laughs> this to is, this bad is people. Silly. Has she not seen the show at all? This is where you headed. She probably had a drink or two and or was five. just looking to cry on somebody's shoulder. <laughs> or whatever. But even Jovi and Andre 
said this, you, you, what you're doing, you can never do this. There isn't anybody around who would take this position. Jovi finally has said something with some intelligence. Sensible. He yeah. said, what if somebody was treating your mother the way you treat Liz? And it was like, you could see Ed couldn't quite comprehend it. And then he finally went with, well, I don't know how to have, I don't know how to be in a relationship. Uh-huh, his excuse. Well, he's so narcissistic. That he What he doesn't do is he doesn't want to care for anybody else. Uh-huh. You know his energy that he spends on himself. Yeah. If he could channel that yeah. to another person, uh-huh. he would probably he could do all right. Uh-huh. But it's still me, me, me. Yeah. Even when busted, are we convinced he was on the dating app? Oh yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. Oh yeah. So I have no doubt. So he's got some submit in him. So they have him busted. Right. He says that he hasn't been on it. And then it came to a point where I think they said. Even Jovi was looking and saying. Yeah. He was on there. And they got um, to a point where they were looking at the app. And he's, he said, I'd never been on that app. And then, then he said, I had it before. Yeah. When we were broken up. Mm-hmm. So I, and so they, they really, he said, I think, um, then he said he hadn't been on it and she said, you were on it two hours ago. Right. And so with all of this coming, he then tried the, I guess the Michael approach of that's not me. Mm -hmm. But then by the end it was, I have been on that app before, but not, you got to go show me, he go, show me the messages that show that I've been on it. Uh Uh-huh, he wants to see the proof. Well, in order to do that, you'd have to be on his account to do that. Uh Uh-huh. Because he wants to know if you really have him dead to rights before he admits to anything. They got to have better game. They got to catfish him a little better. Yeah, absolutely. You just need a picture of a young, probably Asian girl. Uh Uh-huh. And I think he would be all over it. Get one of uh, his ex's friends. But you know, the minute he's free... And probably even before then, oh, yeah. he is out throwing feelers out. Oh, yeah. You know he's got people in the wings. Of course he's on social media and, you know, having somebody waiting because it could be the next day after they've broken up for the thousandth time and he's already got somebody else. Is I this mean, his celebrity status? And we're not saying he's a celebrity. His pseudo 90 day. Yeah, yeah. We get status. it. Right. He is probably... Other than Angela, and maybe even more, Ed's probably the most physically recognizable 90-day fiancé character our kids know who don't even watch the show. They know who Big Ed is. Uh So I I think he's literally too big for his britches. Mm -hmm. He cannot handle. He thinks he can get away with whatever. Sure. And so he's never going to settle down. He's always going to be Big Ed. Yeah, he'll be going around to Comic Cons when he's mm-hmm. eighty. Right. This is Big Ed. And have no one. Right. Real. I'll sign your boob for fifty dollars. Uh-huh. It'll now it'll be like fifty cents. It'd be like it, I hate to go back. This is the second time I think I'm going to quote the movie Roadhouse this week. <laughs> there was a scene in there where um, this is before Patrick Swayze takes over, and a guy's trying to get. He said, you can, you can like put your face in my wife's boobs for $20 or something like that. And so he, the guy's doing it, 
And he says, that's, and he, he said, why are you laughing? He said, because I don't even have $20. Meanwhile, he's already doing it. And then the brawl starts. And then, so I'm not sure where I was going with that, but that would be Ed peddling whatever. Because whatever. he's never going to really have anything else. And in a few years, whatever, five years, I don't know how long 90 Day Fiance still lasts, but he's going to be nothing. When he's really already nothing, it's just going to be more obvious. I don't know about The Ring and Liz, and I hadn't done any research or screenshots to see if indeed this is a different ring. Or if they're just. Yes, she said she just put something on in its place because it felt weird without it on. Mm. And he said he still had it, and he didn't know if he was going to ever give it back to her. Mm. I did see like a clip and it looked like it was Kimberly's finger that had the ring on or had a ring on. They said the same ring she put on the table. Of course, I go to Reddit for this. I credit Redditors because (laughs) there's always one that does all of this research. You know, somebody. It's not the same person. I wanted to be that guy with this Bilal's Chris. Uh Uh-huh. So I wish I didn't have to work tomorrow because I would find this guy and find his story. Because you know he's up to no good. Uh-huh. You can just tell. Yeah, and what made him appear all of a sudden on the tell Yeah, there's no, where's... No Bal- connection. No Bilal's mom. Yeah, why did he show up? Right, that's weird. So Bilal produced this guy? Yeah. He, at some point, must have said, I want to bring my friend, blah, 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 on the show. Is that because Eustace was going to be on the show and he wanted, wanted, he wanted a counterpoint? Yeah. Makes sense. Have somebody else to argue with her friend other than himself. You know what? You're right. Yeah. Because he couldn't, there's no really way he would want to be seen engaging in an argument with a female on national TV. Right. He couldn't, he couldn't let that happen. Right. Because that would mess up his image of what he's trying to portray with him and Shida. In this tell-all. When in fact, he, what because he, what he does, it's his is slow manipulation. Uh-huh. It isn't immediate. Right. He needs time. He to, sets it up. Yes. It's like the gaslighting movie. He needs time to make it happen. You can't do it immediately. Usman and Michael meeting. We want to see this, right? We want to see Michael and Usman together. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Well, I was shocked, though, that he got with Usman after and said that he would. After Angela just told him not to under any circumstances. He, You think he and goes... take your mic off because I'm about to call you. You think Michael is then on a mission to go down there and give Usman the business? I don't know. It would be the smart thing for him to do would be to go there and say, get... It and, be, and have it filmed on camera? Yes, yes. So that, that Angela could see yes. him taking her side. That would be it. Get It yeah. would be Will Smith. Yeah, get that, my, that would be the the brownie points yes. needed to help overcome his affair. Keep my wife's name out of your, out uh-huh. your mouth. Uh-huh. And then you slap him. Yeah. Right? Right. You say, hey, wait a minute. I've seen this scene before. Well, you know. But that would be staged, and that would be the only good thing that could happen from this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's just putting another nail in his coffin with Angela. Yeah. 
it looks he'd be like directly disobeying her. Yeah, it looks like in the preview for next week. I guess we really haven't gotten into Jovi and Yara. And, right. And this looks pretty interesting. Um, I think this family dynamic thing is going to come up. Yeah. The, the bomb that they bought land to be near them is kind of a big deal. That to Gwen, be near them where? Well, that's the thing. I don't really that's get it and get. what that really means. Because she looked upset by that. Mm-hmm. Yara did. But you can't do that without Yara being involved. Right? Gwen and Jovi can't be in cahoots about them going somewhere near them without having Yara involved in the planning process. Well, I mean, they can live wherever they want, but. Yeah, but it's something I think you would talk about. You'd think it was. Hey, my mom's buying land so they can build a house to be near us. This is a big deal because then what would the anticipation be that you're going to stay there? Yeah. Who's going to come and, and, you know, they've got she this. Do, if it's in New Orleans, she doesn't want to stay well, there. So that would be the upset. I'd assume from what we know about the storm that came through there and the hurricane that there's a good chance that their home is completely ruined. And they could be sitting on then insurance Joby's money. Mom? Yes. Oh, yeah. It was, it was underwater for a long time. Oh, wow. So maybe they're looking at insurance money and have a, and instead of rebuilding there, are going to rebuild someplace that isn't so, I don't know, flood prone. prone. To that. Yeah. So that's possible. But I think you would involve Yara in that decision, don't you? They did play. They started the clip off with Angela yelling at Yara. I'm amazed at her sitting. She seems, Yara seems like a hothead. She does. And that while Angela's in her face screaming, yeah, she stays seated. You're... Your thoughts? I don't know that we talked about that Jovi did nothing here. Yeah, that was weird. Because what he says, well, I guess it's Angela. He's probably afraid of Angela too. Yeah, I guess so. He's smaller than I thought. Right, he's really small. Yeah, when you see him in the Angela, Andre, Ed scene, he he seems closer to Ed's height than to Andre's. Yeah. But Jovi in the preview tells Ed that He's got to watch how he talks to people because people are going to beat him up for talking to their wives like yeah, that. Yeah, he says you can't talk to our women like that. He's not going to – well, again, I don't think he would have done anything to Angela. I, I think he just can't. The thought, though, is Jenny sticks up and stands up to Ed, which is good. Mm-hmm. Ed said – and we'll talk about it next week. But Ed said, you had your turn yesterday. Yeah, and she said, oh, I'll take my turn whenever I want. <laughs> how about that? You whippersnapper. You're not going to tell me when I get to talk and when I don't. Because Ed's day was already done too. Right. When was your day finished? Mm-hmm. You don't get to tell me. His and, day's every day. You know, I think it would, we talked about it earlier. I think it would take Jenny. The pace of life in India is probably a little different. Uh-huh. And the fast pace of a tell-all is something she's just probably not Struggling used to. Struggling to follow. Yeah, because you got pros here. I mean, yeah. you got Angela and you got Ed. I think they've done a good job of not letting it be Angela and Ed complete dominance. Yeah, but I've had enough of both of them. Well, we had enough of both of them already a year ago. <laughs> but there is other, there are other things happening in the tell-all. It's not yeah. just Angela right. interrupting. 
flashing her boobs. And Ed's coming in like he knows everything. Yeah, I that is really annoying me. I really have had enough of Ed. I wish they would stop him from trying to make himself relevant every single day. Yeah, like he knows everything. He does not. I would just... At some so, point, somebody's we, got to put him in his place so he'll shut up. Wait, who do you have that would do that though on the set? That Sean. Would, well, that would say if they could get Sean to do it, but that we, he'd be so embarrassed. This is what you have to say to Ed. Ed, you have not shown at any point. What is Ed? Our age? Yes, fifty something. Yep. In your fifty some years, you have not shown that you can actually handle. Having a relationship with anybody, not I'm not talking Even about his mom, a romantic relationship. Right. I'm talking about a friend, right? A family member, right? Anything, a, a potential spouse. You have not been able to manage an, a relationship. A dog we, is about the extent of the relationship he can handle. What thing? What and where do you get off? Giving anybody advice about relation? He go well. I know what it takes. I just can't do it myself. Right. He, and do you think it's can't or won't? Won't. He won't. And that makes it even worse. Right? He's just so narcissistic. He's got all this advice for everybody, yeah. but can't seem to do anything himself. I think that's his... Um, his reason for seeing a counselor would not be to better himself. It would be to get the jargon to make himself sound right. more believable. You're right. He'll just spout it back at everybody like he's so knowledgeable, but he would have no interest in applying whatever he's no. learned at all. He's not. He's not going to learn anything because no. it's always somebody. It's everything from him is about is, him, and it, there's a but after it. Uh huh. I hear what you're saying, but and I said horrible things to you. But, but it you did it first. Yes. This it is was a, in re- retaliation for fault. how you made me feel. This is all your fault. Right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't actually take responsibility for anything ever. No. Somebody else made him do it. I love my, you know, my favorite stuff and it's happened. It's why I love having Angela there. There's two things. One, obviously it's Texas. That is great. And she did mention to say Texas once. Um, oh, instead of texts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that she truly believes, and I know it, that all of those screens are a window. (laughs) And that when she's there standing in front of it, that she believes fully. That they see her through the screen (laughs) and not from a camera angle. Like it's a phone, right? It's like Mm -hmm. one really big iPhone. Yeah, it's it's a FaceTime. (laughs) I do believe she says that. I think that's exactly what she's thinking. (laughs) I wrote that down in my, my – the other note I wrote down in here was this something that Usman said. I don't want trouble, but if you come looking for it, I couldn't help but think. I said, well, you know what? I was trying to think, where did we hear that? I said, oh, I know where we heard that this week. That was on accused, guilty, or innocent. Right. So we – lo- And we turned and looked at each other. Right. I, I'm not looking for trouble. But – if you If you come looking for it – you just might find it. Yeah. So if you haven't watched Accused, Guilty, or Innocent on A&E, there is episode one is out. Um, for viewing, we we believe that in the next week we will have that podcast out. We are adding that to our subscription feed. Um, we will cover that uh, subscription only. 
it's a little different than we. It's not reality TV, but it is real, real TV. So we will cover that season in its entirety. Um, it's kind of fun to, um, I don't know, not a lot of laughing going on during it. Mm. We cover, if you don't already know, we cover all the Real Housewife series that is on Bravo. And we cover Life After Lockup. And we have, we a do variety that. variety of shows as they come and go. On Reality Roundup. The shows we've covered, it's Single Life, Sister Wife, Seeking Sister Wife, um, Plathville we've covered, Little People, Big World, all of that's on our Reality Roundup. There's a huge backlog. We're pushing somewhere around, despite what this says, there's a backlog totaling about, we're pushing about 500 total episodes wow. that we've done in so all of that stuff, the whole backlog is available on subscription. We have a personal podcast that we do also. So all of that, if you look backwards, you will see that stuff for the past week. Put out a lot of content in the week. We may not be the best reality TV podcasters, but you know what we are? Uh, old. <laughs> we are old. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 